so you know how everybody binge watches tons of shows these days that's oh, yeah. like the thing to do is binge watch shows <sighs> yeah i can't really binge watch shows i'll binge watch documentaries because i love documentaries but do you remember growing up in like the 70s and 80s we had something called appointment television do you remember appointment television oh. being shows that you have to watch and then like nbc started to call it must see tv remember oh, it had yeah, that? yeah yeah, yeah okay, it was just yeah. shows you had to sit down like yeah do you remember like in the 70s we had shows like like I remember like Tuesday nights were Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Three's Company. It was a yep. great oh, yeah. lineup of shows, right? Right? Yeah. Those were great shows to yep. just sit down and watch. And then Thursdays in the 80s, it was Cosby Show, Family Ties, nice. Cheers, Hill Street Blues. Yeah. It was just great lineups. Didn't just, Night Court fit into there somewhere? Yeah, eventually it did. Yeah. 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 But but like it, LA Law. LA Law. Those, yeah. yeah. But that was that. I don't know. Was that, that might have that been was a later. Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, that maybe that was a Friday. And there was like Saturdays were like Love Boat, Fantasy Island. Right, right, right. And then Friday nights were like Dukes of Hazard, Dallas, right. Falcon Crest, that type of yeah, thing. Those yeah, those great shows. Yeah. Right? yeah. It doesn't happen. You don't have that anymore. Oh, you, have God, to, yeah. you have to go to Netflix or Hulu. But I also remember like, uh, do you remember the after school specials? Oh, of course. Yeah, those are great. And I'm, it was always like the same. They recycled the same. It was always Scott I'm having Bayo. a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm having a baby. Yeah, Rob titles. I wrote down a couple of the titles, like The Boy Who Drank Too Much, yeah. you know, starring Scott Bayo, Or just one called Stoned with yeah. Scott Bayo. It yeah. was always Scott Bayo and this guy Lance Kerwin, who was on a show called uh, James at 15. I don't remember if you remember that show. But my other favorite I, I, ones are Schoolboy Father. Yeah, that's, yeah. Schoolboy Father. And then yeah. the one that starred um, Helen Hunt when she was on PCP was oh. <laughs> Desperate Lives. Do you remember that one? Did you ever yes. see it? It's great. Yes. She like flipped out in a science yep. class and yep. jumped out the window. Yep. Yeah. It was part of that. True story. And it, what? No. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, great. And now we're going to hear from Helen Hunt's attorneys. Here we go. And then the great thing about it was when we were growing up, we had, every, we had variety shows. They, there was, well, they would never work now, right? I, we were just talking about it. We had variety shows. There was like, everybody had one, like Captain and Tennille, <laughs> yep. Donnie and Marie. Do you remember Shields and Yarnall? Oh, yeah. the, the, the mimes. Yep. And then the Brady Bunch Hour would come on every so often. The Hudson yep. Brothers, they had yep. a show. And it wasn't it, a variety show, but Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, that was great. I loved that. I loved it. It was Come always on. Gabe Kaplan yeah. leading the crew. Like, non-athletes. Yeah. Gabe Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> like that was, and then, like, the Jacksons had a show. And yeah. Even Engelbert Humperdinck. And yep. Cher. Cher was probably the best one. Cher, yeah. Well. Yeah. That, yeah, Sonny and Cher was yeah. a big thing. But who do you got today, George? That was in- um, speaking of all these variety shows, which we're going to talk yeah. about a little bit, um, we are very pleased to have... The legendary mm-hmm. drag queen and impressionist, which we're also going to talk about. Great Ag- impressions. Yep, great yeah. impressions. Yeah. So, legendary drag queen and impressionist, Aggie Dune. Yay. Welcome. Yeah. Well, hello and good morning or good afternoon. Or, I don't know what time it is. I just I, I run on my own schedule. It'll be airing in the morning for the first time, but yeah. say good oh, day. Well, good yeah. day. Good, good day. day. Good day. Good day. So, Aggie, normally we like start in the beginning and, and it's almost like how it started, how it's going. But before we get to how it started, let, let's talk about right now. We're all, we're all in uh, interesting times. So how's it going? Uh, well, you know, it's just um, it's it's a challenge out there. Well, it's yeah. tough to get out. It's <laughs> tough out there for a for a hoe, you know, <laughs> um, you, you know, you can't do what you normally do in those back alleys with the masks on. No, you yeah. can't. So. It's 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 a challenge out there, but for those of us who are more of a let's just say an introvert and hate people, this is fantastic. I'm in my heyday. I love it. <laughs> That's perfect for you. <laughs> As a, I, I'm sure you've thought of, I'm sure you have some enterprising ideas around that that you can uh, you can use once this is all over. I love it. Is it ever going to be over? No. Nah. Maybe not. Maybe 20, not. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 2023 let's hope not have you been like doing um like zoom stuff though cameo zoom that type oh, of yeah. thing the, all yeah all the zoom things people in, apparently enjoy it and i think oh, that's yeah. because expectations are so low but um i'm okay with that because if you just invest with good lighting i only have to get dressed from the tits up <laughs> that's right <laughs> it's true that's right it's like it's fantastic yeah half the investment and all the productivity it's great on your and part. Profit, profit, Prof- profit. Oh, that's right. Coin, 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 coin. Coin, coin. Got to get them coins. Gotta tickle make, the nickel. That's right. <laughs> Got to exactly. tickle the nickel if you want to make the dollar holla. But that's Aggie, it. are you working on, like, when things do get back to good, are you working on, like, new material, things you want to try out when oh, we always. get back? Yeah. You're constantly yeah. 
planning. If you're not utilizing this yep. opportunity where you're stuck and you have nothing but your imagination to keep you entertained, um, then you're missing a great opportunity because you should be honing in on so much right now and just refocusing your looks or your brands or you know, at least, you know, for some of those girls out there, just wash your damn wig. Yeah, yeah. get that thing washed. <laughs> Take them to the dry cleaners, yeah. whatever you got to do. Scrub it exactly. good. I get it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of that, I mean, in a way, that's how this show was born, because I, I had always um, as a child and, and I want to talk to you about this as a child, uh, you know, loved talk shows, whether it was just interview shows yeah. or whether it was variety shows. Mike Douglas. Um, yeah. Mike yeah. Douglas, that type of stuff. And um then during during this time, it was just like, let's let's do, you know, I've always wanted to do it. Um, I like talking about, you know, I like talking with people, especially people that have built their own brands or started their own businesses, have their own businesses and have grown them and pivoted. And and, um, you know, because the, the show is all about storytelling, mentorship, those type of good things. I'm like, how can we do this and do it as a talk show? So you and I share. <laughs> Share, share um, a, a, a love for the Sonny and Share show because that was one of my first. That was, that was like show. my first exposure to it, and I just, I yeah. Share the Sonny and Share show was like the gateway drug for gays back then. <laughs> yeah, it's like I remember watching that show every week with my mom. And it was the yep. best show, and I loved it. And it was fantastic. And I remember telling her, "It's like, oh, that's what I'm going to be when I grow up." And she's like, "What? An entertainer?" I'm like, "No." fabulous because <laughs> yeah. that's just all it was it was just a show of fabulous and and it's funny and it's glamorous and it was just you know it was the perfect escape and so uh, to do something like that now is just perfect so thanks oh, for creating this little podcast you know i should have a little tinkly thing here so you can hear my glamour oh, I, should. <laughs> I know we can put some well scott can put some sound effects yeah. in maybe can he we'll, put them in every time yeah. i'm talking i'd like like a, a soft like a little chime. you can drop in a couple tinkles right yeah scott? yeah sure yeah we'll do that <laughs> later that. and uh what's it called in post 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 op this yeah. is the post production <laughs> the closest thing i have right <laughs> now is a, there we go nice there you go that'll well, do well, that's more of an idea yeah, yeah that's more of an idea i need like fairy dust yeah 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 like sprinkles 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 um yeah but that show i mean i i loved it and it was amazing yeah and it was all about share i mean those pantsuits and the hair and then they'd bring out little chastity chastity at the time yeah yeah cute Chaz now, yes, yeah. but chastity and now Chaz and uh, that that one bit Sherry's to do vamp. Yeah. I love that I one love where she would yeah. sing vamp. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, let, let's let's keep going from there. So you, I know you grew up near Watkins Glen, correct? Correct. Montour Falls. Oh. No, don't be I was going to say. Don't, don't, don't Mont- jealous now. No, I wasn't. I was going to be like, ooh, Montour Falls. You know, <laughs> we're, not, we're not near Watkins Glen. I'm in Montour Falls. Yeah, so I grew up in the thriving metropolis of Montour Falls yes. where we had one blinking traffic light. <laughs> and um, and if you went just too far past the traffic light, you were literally in the falls. So, um, okay. yeah, I grew up in a small town, uh, you know, with big dreams. And by the time I was old enough to crawl, I had already done everything there was to do in Montour Falls. And I just kept crawling towards the county line. I got to go. Uh-huh. Um, so that so the the Sunny and Cher show was my like, you know, safe haven growing yeah. up in that small town is the the person who was maybe just a little bit extra, you know, uh-huh. um, so, you? Uh, come on Montour Falls. Dare to dream, I think, yeah. is their uh, is their motto. So you Dare would to sit, dream to get out of here. You would sit and watch Sonny and Cher with your mom, and you'd tell her, "I want to be, I want to be that, I want to be fabulous." But yeah. you grew up in a family of race car people. Mm. How did? Oh how, yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's in my blood. Yeah. Um, yes, my grandparents were actually on the, the founding board of like bringing the Grand Prix to Watkins Glen. And uh, my grandmother uh, instituted most of the safety checks that they do for all the cars that they still do today. Uh, it used to come through our family garage right there on Main Street, Watkins Glen, across from the Burger King, if you need to know. <laughs> and um, thank you. They would uh, all the cars would come through that. And that's when the cars used to race actually through the streets of the of the town. Wow. Through really? The countryside, okay. you know, until somebody hit on the sidelines and they said, mm, we should build a track. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not just saying that they're like, you know, smart people down there, but eventually they get it. Yeah. So I, I hear you also know your way around a car. 
um, I can do yeah. these things. Like I, I'm used, <laughs> you know, not, these days I like to be driven places cause it's called driving miss lazy, <laughs> but, um, but I can't, yes, I can, I can, I can change the transmission and, you know, set apart spark plug or, you know, I don't know, change the radio station. I can do a lot of things in the car. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I don't know all right. I, I know. So, so that's your first experience with drag racing. So yeah. drag starts coming in to you, what? At, at um, home, like on your own, and then well, you know, the, well, there's like you know, there's you know, Sunny and share, but right. um, it was really like the 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 beginning of it was going to a midnight show of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm, that'll do it, and it was had no clue because it was like the movie actually had just come out. Um, it was that long ago, and um, I went, and we had no idea. And it was it was apparently the phenomena of Rocky Horror was just starting off. And so when we went that night, I went with one of the girls from school and okay. we were there. And then there's the, the TV news crew was there. Why are you here tonight to, to <gasps> see this movie? I'm like, oh, because I like a horror film. I had no idea what the movie was about. <laughs> yeah, right. um, and then um, watching it and I was, you know, at first kind of annoyed that people are yelling and throwing things. But when Frankenfurter turned around in that thing, I literally gasped. And then the, when the, the, the cape came off and it was there in full regalia, I was like, I'm home. And um, yeah, yeah, I followed that movie around, which actually that movie is what brought me to Rochester because it stopped playing in Ithaca. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, The movie wasn't playing there anymore. And but it was playing in Rochester. Um, So I moved to Rochester because the movie was playing here. That's what brought you here. My entire life. Wow. um, Was like, I'm just, I come to, I came here. I met people that they said, live with us for a while. I'm like, sure. That's great. And um, all I did all week was like, you know, so sequins onto a corset to get ready for my big, you know, debut every Friday and Saturday night. I wonder if so it, we, we went once, didn't we? We used to go we to the one in uh, Panorama. Oh, that's in one in Panorama. Is yeah. that the way it was you? That yeah. was you? Yeah. That okay. Was so we, we definitely saw her perform. Yeah, we yeah. definitely did. Now, is this when it, it, it was Rocky Horror when the Aggie Dune character was born or is that later on? Well, uh, she was like, you know, kind of because of Rocky Horror, then you become obsessed with everything to do with Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Curry was in a movie called Times Square, which was about, you know, a streetwise girl with a heart of gold. Um, and uh, he played the midnight DJ. Um, and in the movie, the streetwise girl who like, you know, suddenly writes poetry that's turned into music that they play at a strip club with a band. Um, and she performs there. And when she performs in the movie, her performance name is Aggie Dune. So I chose it from that movie, which all goes back to the Rocky Horror. So, that's um, yeah, that's where the name came Rocky from. Horror. And then from that, once I had a name, you're like, well, I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. Um, so then I started performing out at Red Creek. Oh, yeah. Oh, by, Red by RIT out there, right? Is that, RIT, yeah. 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 Red have, Creek, I remember yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, because there used to be um, the, there used to be a show much like, um, what is it now, that um, the lip sync battle. But back then it was um, putting on the hits. Oh, I loved it. The people would go on and lip sync yeah. and perform. And so s- local bars in the area started having their um, – lip sync nights and so i that's how i made my living for i don't know two three years is i just went to a different bar every night of the week and just did the same act yeah and then i would create a new act and then i would just hit each bar so um yeah red creek was uh yeah, that was my little gold mine and also if you won there you also got to come back on the sunday brunch for a free buffet oh, oh. now that's Ooh. a payday yeah, well, you know, you br- you bring your Ziploc bags when you go to that yeah. when you're a poor struggling artist. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you you grab them extra biscuits. I get it. So when you were doing the putting on the hits, who were some of the uh, the acts uh, performers that you were uh, imitating well, I, back no, then? I was back then. I was I was Prince and mm-hmm. Boy George, and then Billy Idol, and then suddenly mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, and yeah. then Tina Turner, oh, uh, Tina. Liza Minnelli, um, Cher. Yeah. Uh, so it it was. The gay, there was drag queens back then, but they were all at the gay clubs and none of them were going out to these things because they were all in straight places. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, well, I'll take over those places because those queens are scary yeah, in the gay right. bars. They're a vicious bunch. Um, See, so, I, yeah, love I just that. started performing at the straight bars. That's, I mean, it's prescient because I think that is, that's one of those things where I think people just think like, oh, it, it, this only is going to fit in one place and, and, and at one time. Yeah. And, and I like that you kind of just said, well, yeah, let's That's just it. try a different venue. Yeah. Screw it. 
Yeah, and, it's good because the, it's the, the <clears throat> girls at the, at the the gay bars, but the dinosaur queens of the day, yep. um, were just like a vicious bunch of girls. And you're like, you would be, you'd see them and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. But they were just nasty, mean. Mm-hmm. Like they would um, snatch each other's wigs off their heads in the middle of the bar. <laughs> really? So some of them would tease out the giant wigs, but then like put razor blades what? in the wig. So if you went to <laughs> snatch it, you're going to pay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the one was on stage and she was performing for a pageant and well, she was on stage. The other queens were jealous because her gown was so pretty. So they took it and shoved it down the toilet. Nice. So then she won best gown in the pageant and she pulled it out of the toilet, put it on wet and walked out. It was just, um, it was a different time. Yeah. It was very competitive. I know, but like I said, I'm going to go with the straight people because they're just so going to kind of look at me. It sounds like, and, and, and we know, I mean, listen, we're both in the gay community. We know that like the gays aren't always the most supportive yet. PR wise, it comes, we hmm. come across like, oh, we're so welcoming. We welcome all shapes and sizes and da 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 da. Nope. No. <laughs> right. No, nope. it's like, let's get it out there to, the, to everybody. It's like, no, we're, we're not there yet either. I, you know, it, yeah, I guess there's some form of inclusion and maybe we're getting better at it. But even back then, it seems like the show business piece <laughs> that, that, that overrode any type of inclusion. It's like, no, these are my acts. Who's this new queen coming in to take my act? Get her out of here. Yeah. Get her, get her, knock her and, down the stairs. Yeah. It was the like showgirls of the day. Yeah. Instead of being supportive. So I guess this, it's interesting because I wanted to ask this question later, but I'll ask it now. So did you... Eventually, you found him. When did you find a mentor? Because I'm you must have had a mentor at some point, not or really. Not really. I never really had a mentor because I kind of didn't grow up in wow. that sort of okay. gay bubble, yeah. Um, so I didn't really have like that drag mom kind of thing, okay. Um, okay, back then it was like you know, there's no YouTube or 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 Google, so you can you know, let me just click one button and everything gets shipped to me. Instant drag queen, just add vodka. Right. You had to actually figure <laughs> everything out. You had to go, where do I buy tits? Yeah. Um, you know, how do I cover a beard? Like, uh, what? Do, how do I even make hip pads or any of that? So you just had to really kind of figure it out. There were some queens that were um, that were kind of like nice and like you know showed you like different tricks and that. So when other queens kind of came up behind me. I was the first to always show them everything because no one showed me anything. So I figured that that was quite a struggle. But at the same time, it also made me a you know a more kind of independent uh, performer that I don't really need anybody else's things. Um, I'll just figure it out on my own. But wow. I knew how hard that was, so I always wanted to be that kind of mentor to other people. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was that was my follow up. So do you kind of took that and and you mentor other people now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, up until they crossed you once and then dead to me, I tell you. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I have to say just, just listening to some of your past interviews and doing some research on you. One of the, the, the many things I admire is that you just have this, you do have this entrepreneurial spirit. You know, you've got your own business, you built yourself up on your own. You did it without mentorship. Now you mentor others. Um, and you know, Tell me if I'm going down the wrong path here, but, you know, drag started off as one thing, but now I just see it as this pretty, I'm going to say major, it's it's a category. It's a pretty major it, category. And I feel like you're like right in the thick of it and you, and you see it as that. And you're like, okay, how can I use this category? Not just to entertain, but to my advantage, to build a brand around it, build a business around it. In addition to the business you already have. Yeah. The, you, you got your daytime gig and your nighttime gig. Yeah. So, um, the daytime gig is doing hair because that gives you all the flexibility and free time of the evenings being free. And, um, you know, yeah. just take off the time. I don't want to work. And since most of the shows back in the day, um, for in the bars were always on a Sunday because most of the drag queens were hairdressers. Yeah. So, um, they have, um, Sundays and Mondays off. Uh, that's why the shows are on Sundays. Um, and then, um, as time progressed, I just kind of saw the opportunity of like, you know, doing so many impersonations and then people always asking like, would you come over and be share for our birthday party? It'd be great. I'm like, you have a thousand dollars. There you then, go. Sure. Cause I, to me, I'm like, everybody has a horror price. And do I want to go to do this person's birthday party? No, I do not. Yeah, but did they suddenly hit a price that I think is stupid? And they said, sure. I'm like, apparently that's my horror price. But then I started price. realizing <laughs> that, um, there's a big opportunity for that. So then um, it just dragged to me. It's just, you just kept seeing that next evolution of where it could yeah. go, not where it had to stay. So I started doing, you know, um, hosting like the, um, the Gilda's club um, charity oh, event. Great. 
um, doing yeah. things for like, you know, performing at the Wegmans at the compound. I, oh, I, well, I was going to ask, I was going to say you had some pretty, pretty big gigs and, uh, yeah, so some of these have been really amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and you get paid to be the, you know, the MC and celebrity and we're basically, you know, birthday clowns walking around, but, um, <laughs> you know, once people there's to me, the permission for straight people to let loose and have fun is bring in a drag queen because that means all rules are off the table yeah. and so they can it gives them permission to like have more fun yeah. so when you bring the queens in to host an event um whether it's a corporate charity event or whatever that um people then tend to have a little bit more fun because you can kind of like push them along because everybody loves a birthday clown mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so any uh and any fetishes at that uh, at the compound thing oh yeah you know what i mean like well, I shouldn't tell, but I will. Yeah, girl, um, I'm going to go there. Yeah, so, so um, <laughs> the thing I found bizarre at, yeah. the, at the compound yeah. is they brought us in. Well, they brought me in. It was just me. Um, so they brought me in, and you had to go down through, like, the lower levels of the house, past, like, the security thing, and then the, there's a whole floor of just vintage cars in the house. A whole floor? Yeah. Oh, um, so you okay. go past like the wine cellar and then all those, and then oh, see, um, I keep my wine cellar above the cars. You know, that's, that's you how make I do a common it. Yeah. Man mistake. Yeah, yeah, I make yeah. See, yeah. what a loser. So, um, yep. But what I found interesting <laughs> is talking to them is that um, his wife, which was Stenzi um, at the time, uh, yeah. uh, she had a, a dance club built in the house for a surprise for him for his fiftieth birthday party. Oh. How you build a dance club in your house as a surprise? I, yeah, I, that lets you know. How big it is? Sure does. No, oh, yeah. Any poles there? They didn't put any poles in. Oh yeah. It? Oh, oh yeah. It was called Club D for Danny, and it was in um, white leather, um, black lacquer, and red with like this black and confetti carpet. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scarface. And Wow. It, it was um, it was everything you would expect people with too much money to have, and the people who were attending were the same. So it was just like, hmm, I'm just here for your Christmas party, yeah, shaking the jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at that party though, any uh, you know, sometimes you have those guys they get a few drinks, then it's like, ooh, beer and a compliment, and I can have them. Because I knew that. I love a two queer beer. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't you love it? It's like, here, do you want a beer? Sure. God, I love the way that shirt fits on you. Oh, thank you. You're like, oh. You're like, you sure are pretty. I'm like, I know. Um, so, yeah. Um, so the, the, the one that I found, there was somebody who was there and it was just like, just like crazy, like Eastern European girl. Like, I don't know. She was oh, maybe great. Svetlana. Something. Yeah. yeah. She was one of those. And she's just like like thrown around and dancing on the pole and and she was immediately drawn to me and I'm like, well, whatever. So um, we're just kind of hanging out. And then the one person I knew who was at that party, who was one of my hair um, clients, she was like, she goes, see that girl? I'm like, mm-hmm. she's like, she makes the Wegmans look poor. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she goes, those earrings they shoot through on the counter. Real. I was like, not anymore. Oh, real God. Yeah, real God. Real oh God. God. Finance all of this. It costs a lot to look this cheap. Yep. Oh my God. That's great. I love stories like that. So Aggie, you say people like to <laughs> let loose at drag shows, mm-hmm. and I've seen it firsthand because I've had the pleasure of opening for you ladies at a bunch of shows at yep. Comedy at the Carlson. Um, but I, I want to read a quote to you that you you uh, had from uh, 2014 uh, about the big wigs you do with Kasha Davis. And you said, oh, yeah, uh, to me, this show is m- more palatable to the straight audience because they can relate. Now, has drag become more palatable to the straight community since you started many, many years ago? Um, yes. Well, I think it's become... It's it's gone past the curiosity factor of like mm-hmm. you know you kind of look and go look there's the two hooded baby at the at the at the <laughs> carnival yeah um it's, so it's kind of moved past that more, now we're more like you know the fat lady at the carnival but um but it's okay um so I think that the the straight people um because what the show that Kasha and I do uh, mm-hmm. the big wig show is an all impersonation show and it's like impersonation slash Sunny and share comedy quick change kind of Vegas style show. So it's all the things that, you know, straight people can relate to. It's a little trashy. 
Um, the costumes are very flashy and um, they can have a, a great time relating to at least the characters on stage. Because I don't think the straight audience yet would go to one of the gay bars and go, oh, yeah, I get that. She's there. She's doing a shablam on stage. <laughs> um, they would just kind of go, I don't get it. But if you can take that same art, kind of refine it, repackage it and then send yeah. it out into other areas. Yeah. And um it's just it's just another form of performer performers coming in. So I think that they can kind of relate when you bring in the celebrities because that gives them a common ground between what I'm doing and what they understand. Right. And you tend to be more of the impression drag queen, I think. Right. And oh, yeah. you're known so for good. that. So you've got. Yeah. You got Dolly, Bette Davis. I know you did even uh, you do share. Obviously, you had a Joan mm -hmm. Rivers thing that you did. Once. Joan, oh, I did a Joan Rivers thing. I love Joan. Um, I miss Joan. Oh, that was at the, I think, the Arondequoit Country Club. <laughs> they, they hired me for a bat mitzvah. Because uh, I was going to say the Irish club, sense. right? The, yeah. You know, the, the kids <laughs> love a, a good cross-dresser. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they hired me to be Joan Rivers on the red carpet for this bat mitzvah at um, the... Um, at the country club. And so I stood on the, on the carpet out there going, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Oh, yeah. Marshalls. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, and you know, those kind of Marshalls. things, it's just funny because TJ Maxx. there aren't a lot of people who do that, who go around and do these different impersonations. So you can charge whatever you want because you're the only one. If you want it, right. Pay the price. I love so it. So that's where the entrepreneurship comes in. Yes. Like, that's what the, I mean. So you've carved, but if you do impersonations, you can literally get hired for anything. Right. And you but but the the fact that you saw that and you just carved out your own niche, it yeah. I, you know, I, I really admire that. I think it's great. It's like you've seen you've seen you see drag as this it's a category now, it's gotten bigger. And yeah, mm -hmm. there's all types so of so big. Oh yeah. There's like everybody you know, every, you know, all types of bars are trying to have it in there now as like content and there's T V shows and all that type of stuff. But you're just like, No, I can I can build this. You, I like can you, do my you, own little you, thing. That's right. You built it up on your. You, you built it up on your own. A girl can make a nice living in a pair of heels. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. A pair of heels and a good, uh, just a, a good impersonation can like take you a long way. Oh, the impersonation. So anytime anything in town is like, you know, somebody needs a share. I'm the first person that always gets oh. called. Once this opens up, I'll tell you, we got to like, you know, because I, I worked with, um, with with they weren't drag queens they were actually transgender and and performers and uh one in particular i worked with in new york for a while we did a party together i'd love to like who was that uh candace candace oh, kane. candace kane yeah so oh, she's great oh yeah. fantastic and uh i don't know yeah it's like once things open up it's like we got to get you back out there i want to see these impressions we did like well, have, have you a seen aggie with at aggie? the carlson when you can yeah, yeah. yeah, do a couple yeah. shows yeah it's it was great the impersonations are outstanding Fantastic. who's your top three that you do yeah uh the top three that gets booked the most or the top three that makes the, the in most your mind money, who are your favorites to do? Like to do yeah you that you like to do personally uh share because yeah, she makes the one. most money she gets booked the most yeah. yeah and plus she's just like you know she's like she's everything to the gays she's yeah. like she's our spirit animal <laughs> yeah um and i feel like she's my responsibility like that share can't be everywhere for everyone so mm -hmm. i'm like a mall share um so like santa yeah so i go around and spread the magic that is shared to all the others who cannot go out and see her yeah. um but i would say the other people i like to do i love to do reba she oh cracks me i've up. never seen the reba no i don't oh my I, god yeah. oh, you have, oh my no i never saw reba it. at the next I've seen, I've seen the the betty davis but yeah. i've never seen the reba oh yeah the reba betty davis she's she's right up there as yeah. one of my favorites and celine oh, it, oh yeah that's right forgot about that Celine, because yeah. again, you go like this. What are you going to do for Celine? Then I go out and do it, and people go, "That's exactly how she is." I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> now, not that and I'm trying incredible. to get into production here, but have you ever? I mean, the gays love her. She's 99. She just celebrated oh. her birthday. Who's going to do Betty White? Somebody do you do does. Betty White? Who does Betty White? I think I think Betty White needs to. That's going to be a, iconic at some point if somebody can nail it. It'll be like. Iconic. There's a there's a group that came through. They're out of New York City, and they're called the Golden Gays. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, and um, the, the three boys come through and they, it's the three of them. So they play Blanche, Dorothy and Rose. Yeah. And then their show is called like Where in the World is Sophia Petrillo? And so they're always on. They're looking for Ma. Yeah. That's right. Um, so um, they come through. So there's um, so they've gotten booked a lot. And they just did a Golden Girls um, cruise pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, so it was a yeah. Golden Girls cruise like um, thing. And so they were the entertainment on there for that. Um, so there are a few. It's hard to do Betty White because yeah. 
she she's more of a personality but it's like a really sweet personality. So mm-hmm. where are you going with that? And, um, and so there's nothing. So she's an icon, but not iconic. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So I know exactly what it. you mean. So yeah, like it would Joan be a hard Crawford. One. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Yep. And an icon because there's a lot. There's a lot of areas you can go with that when you're doing. That's true. That's but see, Betty you learn something new. Betty, um, Betty White. There's there's not a lot of room for to take it anywhere else you learn something new every day you're you right do. yeah that's but great joan crawford yeah. definitely oh I mean, yeah oh Come she's on. great yeah that's the best why can't you give me the respect <laughs> that i'm entitled to i am not one of your fans oh my turn uh christopher christina damn it that's my favorite when they're all screaming and she, damn has, it. Her, she, has, her, she has her face all taped up Tina, bring me the axe <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that movie so, alone is great, and then the best part—it's not even Joan Crawford. So I know, it's, so yeah, far exactly, it. exactly. It's not even Joan Crawford. Yeah. Um, so, did you ever do any cruises? I hate cruises. I'll never go on one. But I have done many a cruises. <gasps> you have? I know, and it was not my first choice. I was like, no, no. And we have friends who were like, oh, come with us, come with us, it'll be great. I'm like, this is gonna suck. Um, so the four of us went, and actually, after I was like. Okay, I kind of get this. I get what it is. And you know, you can drink all day and not have to worry about catching a cab or driving. I got it. So um, so we did a bunch, but I've done cruises like and gone and done in drag. Um, and just like, well, I'm just not I'm not performing on here. I'm just gonna get in drag and go to dinner for mm-hmm. formal night. I have more gowns than tuxedos. Yeah. Um, and then again, it's all straight people again, and they're just they flock to you yeah. like like Asians to Mickey Mouse. Wow. Um, they just come like, right up and they all want to like get their picture with you. Yeah. And they just kind of like, Oh my God, can I have a picture? I'm like, sure. $5. Wow. You got to find, you got to find your angle. Oh, can you come over and sing happy birthday to my friend? I'm like, uh-huh. Write his name on a 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So I've done the cruises and then we also did like the, they did a drag cruise for um drag race which had all the girls from um, RuPaul's Drag Race on there. And I was on there. I went with Darian and we went and, you know, it's all the drag queens invading like Tulum um, oh, in Mexico. Yeah, and you yeah, just kind of yeah. go, this is a surreal kind of moment because <laughs> the crews didn't fill out for what they thought. It, they rented the entire ship, but it didn't sell out. So then they started opening it up to like, um, it's for like the bears. Okay. Well, that didn't fill up either. I mean, space was taken out, but it didn't fill up. Yeah. And then, um, and then um, they started opening up to like this like grinder group and that didn't do it. So then they started selling that cruise for a dollar the week before the cruise left for people in Florida. So it was all these like old retirees oh. and drag queens. And I went like this. These are my people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cause Don't you know shine. I see them. I see that kind of crowd. And that's what Kasha and I do. It's like people go, you know, you're not performing in the bars as much. You're doing more like cabaret kind of thing. I'm like, that's where the money is. Yeah. They have yep. limited places to go to entertain themselves. And so we kind of give them a place to go and have fun. And they're the ones with all the money. So why not? Right. Charge a higher ticket price. There you go. George, I don't know if you knew this, but Aggie hosted um, a pride here in Rochester for over 20 years, right? Or was it? Oh, 20 yeah. Years? yeah. Over 20 years. Oh, okay. So I, I got a question. Like, How much is pride changed since when you were hosting it has it changed dramatically or is is it, it i know it's getting more popular but how much has it changed yeah it used to really be this thing where it was very rebellious that you were literally yeah. saying i mm-hmm. deserve to take up space and we're going down main street yeah. where there's yeah. you know protesters on every corner and no one coming out to wave at me as i go down on my float <laughs> so now it's gotten there's more people come out to support which is great but at the same time it's kind of lost its sort of rebellious edge mm-hmm. and it's so you can put it more in the category to say oh it's more celebratory now i'm like it's actually just turned into like the the saint patrick's day parade but with rainbows instead of shamrocks more commercial it's, yep Mm-hmm. Mm. And more family friendly, oh. which is a positive thing. It is. It is. It is. But it's made it less interesting. Um, right. Because everything now is like, you know, it's, a, it's about face painting. I'm like, well, we were doing that before. It was called drag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now they just want to do it on little kids. And, uh, which, you know, no, the, that, that's that's the nice thing. I think I think where I know that where 
over the last couple of years, and I don't really go to the bar. I mean, nobody's going to bars now, but even towards just before COVID, I was kind of re- reducing my exposure there, so to speak. Um, that it was it was about how these you know the girls would come for their birthday parties oh. to the gay bars, and it oh. kind of ex- right, and that's where I think <laughs> it goes too far because then it becomes like, oh, let we're it's like a trip to the zoo. Oh, like, it's totally. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look, there's a guy dressed as a woman. Look, there's a I'm guy like, wearing nah. a half shirt. Look, there's a guy in heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> or what are those I two doing in the corner? About the bars because they've just become like that novelty kind of yep. every bachelorette party has to come through. Oh, oh my God. It's a special day. It's, it's such a oh, death knell for a gay club. When you like there are gay clubs now that won't let bachelorette parties in. And they and like, I totally support that. Oh, uh, me too. Me too. To me, it's like it's a death now. When you start, if you let them in, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it's well, over. When we have uh, headliners at the comedy club, that's in their riders that sometimes they won't allow. They don't want bachelorette parties after show because they they try to become the show. Of course, but it's all about do, them. But if we do, we seat them in the back of the room on the high tops. We don't put them anywhere near the front of yeah. the stage because yeah. they're so annoying. Well, right, because it's all about them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your special day, and you know, and the next day you're gonna be sleeping with the best man just to find out if yeah. you really like the best man. So, you know, it's all about me. Who's wearing the most makeup? That's who's in charge. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure you've given this thought because you know you follow current events. You, mm-hmm. You're a businesswoman. You know what's going on. Um, what any any forecast for you know, let's say September right after Labor Day. 85% of people are vaccinated. Clubs are open. Restaurants are open. Any any forecast of what, I don't know, shows of the future look like, entertainment looks like? Like what, does it just go back to what it was? I don't think it can, but. What- I don't think it can go back to what it was. Um, but I think that people are going to want some new escape that they haven't had. Okay, um, yeah, I agree. So whether it's going into a full-on fantasy kind of like whole world that you're going to create whether it's a huge show and it's just um it's you just kind of like in a broadway kind of sense as far as like a dragon aspect whether you're going to create something like that or it's going to go more towards the the um the stand-up comedy kind of in there because i Mm -hmm. think the the overall lip sync kind of thing, because you can just now watch it on TV at home every week with RuPaul. You don't really need to go out and see it. Right. The novelty Never of that thought has about kind that. of gone away. So what else can you do that you can't get otherwise? So seeing some of the, the, the bigger names from like even drag race where they've gone on to create cabaret shows or, um, you know, kind of stand up shows that travel all over the country. I think those are going to be more for me. That's where the profit is. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's a, it's a hobby that I love doing. Um, but, uh, you know, I like a hobby to pay for itself and then also pay for my vacation. <laughs> That's so, right. Um, otherwise it's just, it's just a hobby. Yeah. Well, we can start producing. I think we should bring, let's bring back the variety show, but bring it back on stage. Variety show. I want there to create the variety you need a show. Producer? I'm in. Oh, let's just, I want to bring the I'm variety in. show network back. Yeah. And then you have like, and then you can update it by like having, the equivalent of what Elvira did for the old um, yep. for old movies, but now you have some drag queen who's now like going to like give commentary about like the variety show. So then you have like Carol Burnett and then Tracy <laughs> Allman and then the 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 Mandrell sisters. Oh, the man, then, oh my God! Know, remember that? Yeah, Sonny the Mandrell sisters and then Donnie and Marie, the Paul Lynn yep, show. Have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, and variety. It's called Spice the Life. Spice the um, Life. Work and um, yeah, I just think that there should be like that because I would have like binged the hell out of that through this entire pandemic. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god, George, do you know that Aggie had the opportunity to meet Cher one day? You know, I did hear this. That's thank you for bringing that yeah. up. I, yep, I, I think we should. It's an amazing story. Yeah, we need and to hear the to be story. Told. Yeah, <sighs> I did Let's know go this. back in time. Um, so, um, yeah, I was. I was just sitting at home minding my own business as one does. And I get a call that says, Cher's going to be at the movie theater in um, Pittsburgh this afternoon. I'm like, who is this? Um, they're like, but I'm like, recognize it. It was one of my clients at the salon. I'm like, what? And she's like, she's going to be there in like a half an hour. You need what, to get out there. For what movie? So what, you, like, like, um, what, what, she rented out the entire theater. Oh. Um, for her. <laughs> for showgirls? For like, or, they were or in town doing, what, 
or uh, no, sorry, burlesque. What, what? No, no, she just rented it out just for energy, just to go to the movies. Oh, so okay. she was in town so for they're... her concert. Ah, and okay, so okay, they, got like, it. And a friend of mine's like, you know, um, turns out that a friend of hers was her limo driver and they were going to be going to the theater. So I went and stood in front of the Pittsburgh theater, um, you know, <laughs> just looking at the movie posters, checking out the movie times for quite a while. And like suddenly the, um, the little tour bus kind of like, you know, little uh, the, the party bus kind of thing pulls up and I look, I'm like, oh, there's her head dancer. Oh, there's her dance. Oh, there's the, the singers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, no share got off the bus. So I'm like, well, they're, they're all going in. So I hang out a little bit more, and then suddenly a window goes down. Zzz, <gasps> turns out she they let her off in the back of the theater. So her limo drops her off in the back of the theater so she doesn't have to walk through and see everyone. So I'm like, damn it. Um, <laughs> but they said the limo driver told them that she mentioned wanting to go to Wegmans after the um, after the movie. So I'm God, like, you have all okay, the insider information. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, it is the gay mafia. We have the yeah. network. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, um, we, it's so true, though, isn't it? it? Oh, we all have for to sure. check in with Elton, you yeah. know, assignments for the day, and then yep. go out amongst the world. <laughs> I never knew that. So, um, yep. so I was like, oh my god, but I have to be at the show to work at the bar. At the time, I worked at Mother's downtown, mm -hmm. and um, so I'm like, oh, I got to do the show tonight. So I like, okay, I'm just gonna run home, get in drag real quick, um, and then come back to Pittsburgh, go to Wegmans, and wait for Cher to come in and shop for tomatoes, and um, and so I, I, I did, and I got to, and now of course I got in drag as Cher because that's the fastest and easiest, and of course you know the most palatable for walking into Wegmans, you know, in a <laughs> cowboy hat and the whole thing, because you know that's you don't want to walk in in a ball gown. It, no, you'd look, yeah, yeah, right. so stupid. Yeah. So I'm there, and then the the reality of the situation hits me, and I start to panic, going, "This is really stupid and kind of creepy," because. Now, what am I going to do? I'm going to meet Cher like in the produce department dressed as her. That's kind of done. So I'm like, I'm going to leave. That's it. I'm going to leave. And my friends who were the ones who knew that she was going to be there, they're like, we can't. We didn't stalk her all day. Just long. you could just like leave now. Here, oh. And then she walked in. I was like, she walked in and I just totally froze. Never thought that would happen. But I just stood there. Mouth just dropped mm -hmm. open. Just like, <gasps> she's right there. And um, they were like, go talk to her. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can't. And they went, oh, forget this. Hey, Cher, my friend wants to meet you. And just runs right up to her with her security. And security was like, no, no, she's not meeting people. She's not talking to people. And then she looks over and just sees me staring there like like a little kid seeing Santa for the first yeah. time. And she goes, no, it's okay. It's cool. They're cool. <laughs> and so she just and so she looks at me and she's like, do you have something for me to sign? I'm like, I just nod. I'm like, uh-huh. And I just grabbed a Wegman's menu magazine, which apparently I found out later. They're not, they're not free. Oh, they're I'm not? No. Okay. Oh God, I should no. be arrested. Okay. I shall be arrested. And it's worth a fortune because it's got her signature. So she goes like, so I handed the menu man magazine. She goes, do you have a pen? I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Again, can't talk to her. But as soon as she takes that and starts signing and signing everybody else who's with me, um, I turned to her security. I'm like, can I get a picture with her? You know, would you possible to do that? No, she was just being really cool. She didn't okay. want to like, you know, even she just came here tonight at like, you know, midnight just so that, you know, she could have the place to herself kind of thing. I'm like, okay, I totally get it. Respect it. You know, thanks. <laughs> and then hands it back. I'm like, oh, I have one more thing. I'm like, it's a business card with me as her on that for, you know, for children's parties. Yeah. And um, I hand that to her and she's not, and she's like, nice. Signs it. And then <laughs> nice. I'm like, okay, um, I'm really sorry to bother you. Good luck with your show tomorrow. Um, you know, just, it's, um, you know, it was, it was a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to meet us. And, and I kind of like, you know, I'm curtsying backing away. Like it's the queen. Yeah. And she's like, excuse me. I'm like, Oh my God, what do you want me to be your best friend and help you buy, shop for shoes? What is it? And she's like, you forgot your pen. I'm like, ah, okay, thanks. And um, so then we just stood there and literally watched her shop in the produce department until her security came over and told us to go. She's like, you know, it's nice enough that she was nice to you, but um, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's like, it's just a little creepy. You standing here just watching our shop. So I'm like, in yeah, the produce okay. department. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know what? And you know, you're doing a really great job, like taking care of her. And, uh, I'm sorry. It's just that it's, he goes, I know it's share. <laughs> yeah. So then the next day we went to the concert and of course, you know, I might have still been dressed as her and she, you know, points me right out in the front row. She's like, I went to the Pittsfield Wegmans last night. <laughs> this time there were people waiting for me, but they were cool. They were cool. Uh, I love it. And at the end, I, I changed my outfit when I go to the concert to wear all of her outfits. Costume so when changes. she changes on stage, I change in the audience. Oh I just my. like, whoop. 
Very so, inventive. Um, yeah. The, the one when I talked to her dancer after that one, he's like, were you in like Albany last week? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, you were stage right. I'm like, mm-hmm. she's like, she was talking about you. I'm like, tell me everything in detail. <laughs> Don't leave out a syllable. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, you see that queen over there on the side? Every time I change my clothes, she changes her clothes. That rocks. <laughs> that fucking rocks. I, I was uh, like, what, what row were you in? Um, what was that? What row were you in? Oh, I was yeah, the front row. Yeah. Yeah. As you do. Yeah, of course. As you do. As you do. I I think that's just another great example for everybody to to pick up on. It's like persistence pays. It does. You you know, number one, you have the connections because you're you're very affable and 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 you make friends and then those friends are able to tell you certain things and then you go and it's like, okay, this didn't work in the movie theater. I'm gonna (laughs) go home, I'm gonna get in drag, and I'm gonna go to Wegman's at (laughs) eleven thirty at night and make my destiny happen. We are gonna make it happen. Exactly. And that's that, that that's that mentality that I, I, especially now, it's like people need it more than ever. It's and, like the, and you know, he did it out of the love of Cher, not, and this was before right. social media, right? It wasn't like you're going, I got to get this up on yeah, social media. No, yeah, this is well right. before. Just, yeah. Total just love. Because I'm like, you, you gotta, you gotta meet her. And she's tiny. Really? Yeah. She's yeah, I really have tiny. That. Yeah. Wow. I had her as tall. I was like, oh, Me too. Well, maybe because, wow, you know, Sonny Bono was so short. Yeah, right. So, you know. <laughs> I yeah. know that. But she has uh, like, she's like tiny little like hands. You shake her hand and it was like, oh my God, it's like a little kid's hand. Hello. I love it. Um, so yeah, Aggie, I'd love to ask this question at the end. Um, sure. You know, if, if someone was going to be writing your biography tomorrow, is there anything you'd want rewritten? Oh my Any, God. Yeah. Whether it it's, whether one. it's to give a lesson to somebody or to, to like in your book, like to give a lesson to somebody or just be like, you know what? Maybe I'd rewrite this a little bit. You can't pay too much for a good pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You can't That's pay good too advice much for, for those kids out there. That is and good um, take easily take 20% of everything that you're making and always just like bank it mm. because you know, your looks are going to fade. Um, so, uh, you want to be able to like, you know, ride out all the, the good times that you had. Um, I would say that the thing that I would look back and say, what, what, what would I want to rewrite? Um, I may have not been the nicest person on uh, clawing my way to the middle <laughs> um, all those years ago. Um, and so I would, you know, maybe look back on that and say, maybe I could have been a, a little bit nicer, but with age comes like that to know that. That, that was just a, what I call new queen syndrome that you think the world belongs to you. Um, and you're just a supporting player at that point. Yep. So um, to just have been um, maybe a little kinder um, and a little more respectful back in the day. I think we all could say that <laughs> to yeah. a certain extent. But but other than that, I mean, yep. there might've been a pair of like, you know, white pants after Labor Day once I would say, yeah. maybe, that's at least that weekend. <laughs> but other than that, no, I'm, you know, it's pretty, it's is pretty that good. still a rule? The white pants? Is that still a thing? Or is that over? I don't know. It's never over. Fashion is never, <laughs> never over. I'm sorry. That, that's no. a straight man talking. Well, you know, that is why I have to come into the comedy at the Carlson. I have to educate. <laughs> yep. Young the ladies. Oh, okay. Um, and just and- go, mm, <laughs> Birkenkrocks? No. Birkenkrocks. <laughs> Um, anything we, anything you have upcoming that you want to talk about that we can promote? I would say I have a, I've, we've got some did, oh no, it is. It's on, it's on, um, I was like, it's coming out around thanks, or Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, what is the Valentine's? We have like our Valentine's show coming oh, up. Um, okay. It's a Zoom thing. Um, it's through, um, flip phone productions. And, and so they advertise on like Facebook or something. I'm not sure. But anyway, so we have a show and it's going to be myself and Darian Lake and, and Mrs. Kasha Davis and Fabulous. Pandora box. And then I think, um, mayhem Miller, which is, she's from LA. So awesome. Um, and that'll be for Valentine's day, Valentine's day, five o'clock local, um, East coast time. Yeah, but, go. um, yeah. So you get to see all the, all the ladies of the stage here in Rochester. Has the salon wow. been doing good business? That's all, yeah, it's kind of like, well, that's kind of people's like, you know, kind of escape thing yep. that people want to come to. Yeah. Because everybody wants to have that little thing that feels familiar and like normal yep. during the crazy times of COVID. Um, so the salon, uh, we've just kind of stretched out the hours so that um, there's only one or two people in there at any given time. So everybody who comes in always says, wow, I feel more safe here than I do going to Wegmans. I'm like, you think? <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, the, the salon's been good. good. So I've just kind of focused on that. And, you know, you just, a girl's got to, 
find a way to go out there and get those coins everywhere you can. Agreed. Shake that money tree. Shake that money tree. I love it. Shake um, it. This has been great. Yeah, we've been speaking with the legendary Aggie Dune, um, impressionist, drag queen, um, Rochester icon, and beyond Rochester as well. Oh, beyond, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like, All over the U.S. Cruises. Cruises. That's God right. Sakes. Um, oh, yeah, and, bruises. <laughs> um, Aggie, thanks for taking uh, time to come on the show. Yeah, we, we know you. It. We know you have your choice of shows, and we appreciate <laughs> you choosing the Curiously George podcast. And we'd love to have well, you back you know, on it, when things open up. Oh, I would be back on anytime you want. You know, you're Fabulous. right on my trip as I go to get my COVID test, which I like to call a nice space rape once a week. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's convenient for me to stop by the Curious George show <laughs> on my way to being nasally assaulted. Nasally assaulted. That's a weekly thing they have to do with salon yeah. people. Oh, I, you know, salons. Yeah. 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 That sucks. Wow. Yeah, once a week. Yeah. yeah and, and and there is no other way of calling it than a face rape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's both nostrils. So I feel like Jodie Foster and the accused. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's oh, my God. You. Yes. For those who don't know what he's talking about, please rent the movie. You'll understand. Yep. You'll understand. <laughs> um, Aggie, thank you we so need much. We have a whole show that yep. just talks about those movies, <laughs> just old movies that just make the giggle. Anytime. I think we could do that. With I would the, love that. Do that old movies and some impressions. Let's do that. No, let's okay. do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that down for the next show. That's, That's a great, great idea. I'd love to do that. And even talk like even when we're it. talking about the TV shows, I could go on and on talking about 70s and 80s TV shows. Oh, me too. Are you, you know? kidding? Come yeah. on. Please. All right. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. All right, my friend. Thanks, yes, Aggie. The thank legendary you, thank Aggie you. Dune. It's good yes, to see you, you again. Good to see you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was fantastic. That was. Yeah. I, I, I knew you'd, you'd totally enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Completely. When I talked to her back in, I think it was April or May, I, I was just blown away by the stories and just the fact that growing up in what Montour Falls and uh, the whole drag racing um, connection and yeah. then uh, coming here to Rochester and with the gateway drug of uh, Rocky Horror. It, it's just such a, it's a great story. And then hosting uh, uh, Pride for over 20 years. It's just, it's a great story. I love it. No, lots of history, yeah. and I think it's a great example to people of you've got to be persistent. You got you know, to. You've got to. You've got to look for the opportunities. Mm -hmm. And if there's a field that's too crowded, like okay, the gay bars and stuff, those were crowded, and they weren't the most welcoming crew there. Then you look for where there's other opportunities where you can actually be ahead of the pack. Yeah. Like where where do you have a home court advantage? And and. She found a home court advantage amongst cruises, straight people. She knows her customers. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really it's really in depth, and it's looking at drag as a category, and it's like, okay, where do I fit in this category, and and how do I make the most of it, and, and I, making the most of right, right on her own. She it, didn't have that person correct. to, and you know it, that takes you to the point when she was talking about how she felt like she could have been nicer. I think that's part of the whole making your own way you got to be a, a, a you bitch have to be, yeah you, you do know? you have to be tough right. and you have to you have to cut corners here and sometimes cut people off yeah you I do mean, we've all done it yeah. i mean it, it just it, it it happens and but but i think the lesson for so many people now especially those that have just been home the whole time and oh i can't find a job oh i can't do this it's like get up and get moving yeah it's like there's you know whether you're doing stuff online through social media or or start planning for what your re-entry into the world is going to be when it comes yeah. but be persistent you've got you know use your connections be persistent and 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 figure it out and obviously if you can yeah find a mentor but yeah. um th this is a this is a great example of like yeah i just did it on my own and i i saw the opportunity yeah and and i made it happen and so, she did she sure did she sure did all right well hey that was great hey say awesome. goodbye george goodbye george <laughs>